Welcome to the first episode of the Comedy Showcase Podcast. I'll be your host, comedian Elazar Guzman. And if you don't know what this show is about, basically comics from all over the world have submitted their clips to be played on this show. And in between each act, I'll be hosting like if it was a live stand-up show. Now, to start things off, I'm going to play one of my clips. Thanks for listening. Earlier before I went on stage, I smoked outside to calm my nerves. <laughs> But uh, you guys ever smoke and feel you're gonna have a heart attack? <laughs> I, I gotta stop smoking meth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my name is Elazar. I, I know Elazar is a weird name. Uh, I know because I went to elementary school. So. <laughs> the other day, I actually ran into one of my elementary school uh, bullies in a bar, and he looked like shit. <laughs> But he was super nice, so I took him off my list. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, guys. Uh, I, I perform a lot in New York City. That's usually where I'm at. Uh, but it's weird being in New York. You, you gotta you gotta bark to get on stage. A lot of the times, you guys know what barking is. Yeah. yeah basically, a guy on the street saying "comedy show, comedy show," and doesn't realize how crazy he looks. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, the other day, I was barking in the city, and I was like "comedy show, comedy show," and this older couple came up to me, and they were like. Do you use foul language in your stand-up comedy? I had to lie. I was like, no, my stand-up's very family-friendly. <laughs> and uh, the husband looked at the wife. The wife looked at the husband like they were thinking about it. I was like, are you fucking coming or not? <laughs> I hope you enjoyed my first clip. If you'd like to follow me, my social media and my Venmo will be included in every episode show notes. Now let's get this show started. Your first comic on this lineup is from Louisiana. He's got his own album out called No Show Comedy. Give it up for the very funny J.P. Leonard. What I'm going to do is I'm going to do some impressions for you. You're going to decide and I'm going to knock it out the park. All right. Impression number one. Someone yell out a band. Any band. Matchbox 20. I heard it. All right. First impression is uh, Rob Thomas, lead singer of the band Maxbox 20, which I think we all know. <laughs> Except for a few of y'all. That's all right. Uh, Maxbox 20, uh, uh, Rob Thomas from the song Smooth by Santana, uh, if he was a weatherman. Okay, Rob Thomas from the song Smooth by uh, Santana, if he was a weatherman. All right, here we go. Let's kick it over to Rob with the weather. Thanks, Trish. Ah, uh, we had a cold one coming in. Uh, put, but I'm let you know, put away those jackets. That the cold front's moving away. Those hot temperatures are moving in. We're gonna get some rain. It's gonna clear out. The humidity is going up. Let's take a look at the weather tomorrow. Man, it's a hot one. All right, next impression. Next impression. Someone call out a band. Any band? Matchbox 20. All right. Let's go for it. All right. Uh, let me get in the space here. Your next impression is of Rob Thomas, lead singer of the band Matchbox 20 from the song Smooth by Santana, If He Owned a Pawn Shop. Rob Thomas from the song Smooth by Santana, If He Owned a Pawn Shop. Fancy. Uh, hey, thanks for coming in Rob's house of pawn. Uh, <laughs> Where our prices won't push you around. All right, let's see what you got here. 
Uh, gold nugget ring, man. It's all right. Look at it. 18K. That's worth a little more. How's 50 bucks? 50 bucks? Sounds good. What else you got there? Ooh, an iPod Nano. Oh, only like 16 gigs. Uh, what's that? Third Eye Blonde's Greatest Hits? Give you $3. All right, great. <laughs> what else you have? MacBook Pro, 2018 model. Solid state hard drive. Let's take a look here. All right, uh, the state law is anything over a certain value, I have to run through the computer. Make sure it's not stolen. Cool, all right, just hang tight, man. I'll get you some money. Let's type that in. Let's see. Two, three, two, two, and. Unfortunately, I can't buy this because, man, it's a hot one. All right. <laughs> Twelve more of these. Hang tight. Hang tight. I have 45 minutes on this album. Um, uh, one more band. Uh, let's get someone back here. Name a band. Matchbox 20. What the shit? Three for three tonight. Here we go. This is, uh, let's see. What's the drummer's name? Okay, this is Rob Thomas. From the 1999 hit song Smooth by Santana. If he was a waiter at Chili's. Again, Rob Thomas. Song Smooth by Santana if he was a waiter at Chili's. All right, All right guys, got the food here. All right, a uh, hamburger for this guy. Yes, yeah, sweet potato fries. Got to cut back on those carbs. All right, uh, we got a Caesar salad for the young lady right there. Yeah, there you go. And that's, woo, uh, who had the fajitas? Woo, steak and shrimp. This guy knows how to party. All right, I'm gonna put this right in front of you. Be careful with that plate. Man, that's a hot one. All right, guys. All right. Keep it going for JP Leonard, everybody. If you'd like to follow him, his Instagram and Twitter is at the JP Leonard, and his Venmo will be in the show notes. Now, for your next comic, this guy comes from New Jersey. He's one of the funniest, nicest guys I know. Give it up for Waldo Maldonado. Uh, I got told recently uh, that I have dad humor, that I make a lot of dad jokes. That's a thing. That's... <laughs> Uh, maybe I get it from my dad's sense of humor. I don't know. Uh, my dad does this one really funny thing uh, where he doesn't see or talk to his kids for 18 years. He's <laughs> uh, so funny. Uh, um, I get told I look like a lot of things. I have an interesting look, cool style. Uh, uh, one person has told me that before. It wasn't my dad. He's not there. I basically look like I was raised in a house that has a pool. In the front yard. <laughs> I look like Florida, basically. Like if Tampa Bay, Florida was a person. Uh, it's crazy. I look like uh, look like an uncle that touches kids. And somehow a kid that was touched by his uncle at the same time. I, uh, last year was kind of tough. I lost uh, my grandma to Alzheimer's. Uh, they said Alzheimer's run the family, guys. I'm not really worried about it. But I will say I was at the wake, and uh, I started getting kind of emotional. And 
my mom saw me getting emotional and she comes over to me she puts her arm around me she goes son i know this is really hard but hey just remember all the good times we had with her and i thought about it for a second i thought well grandma's definitely looking down on us right now and you want me to rub it in her face with how much shit i can remember like that's <laughs> cool mom <laughs> It's just rude. I feel like it's rude, you know? Grandma's looking down on us, you know? You want me to do the one thing she couldn't do when she was alive? Just remember a lot of things, you know? Like, <laughs> so instead, you know, I knew my grandma was looking down on me, so uh, I walked over to the casket and uh, looked down on her, and she looked beautiful. And um, I got up and I walked away and I said, you know what, Mom? Who is that lady in the casket? I don't really... And also, where are we? <laughs> uh, I had a conversation with my one friend recently, and uh, he thinks that our other friend is gay. And I asked him, well, why, why do you think he's gay? And uh, he said, well, uh, last week um, he got uh, food ordered to go. Wait for it, that's not the gay part. It was Hooters. I go, okay, fair point. I guess what straight guy is getting Hooters to go, right? I mean, that's fair. It's like the wings are great, but then you're missing out on all the hot women, right? The only thing I could equate that to is if I were to get like Chuck E. Cheese pizza to go, right? It's like, the pizza's great, but then you're missing out on all the hot kids, right? <laughs>
Like, I hate the whole thing. Like, you know, the guys will be like, yo, I know Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I'm a kickboxer. What's your style? Like, how the fuck you gonna match me? It's like, my style is called running very fast. Okay? Well, my style is called I can get to the bus stop before you can. And there's nothing wrong with that. Guys, run away from other men. There's nothing less pussy about it. It's a physical skill. You don't see lions chasing antelopes and be like, fight me, you pussy. The antelope's like, well, I gotta stand up to him. If I don't go back, he's gonna fuck my antelope girlfriend, and then what am I gonna do? Keep it going for Corey Smithson. If you want to follow Corey, you can find him at facebook.com slash makeyourstand or at his Instagram at Corey Smithson. That's Smith with two F's. All right, now for your next comic. This guy's from New York City. I met him one time before and he kept me dying laughing the whole time. Give it up for Matt Levy. After that, I worked at Subway. I heard the weirdest Subway sandwich request of all time. A guy asked for a foot-long tuna on wheat, and I was like, yeah, I can do that. And then he said, cool. Can you put so much ranch on it that I see nothing but ranch? He's like, yeah, dude, I could do that. He's like, cool. Can you put so much pepper on top of the ranch that I see nothing but pepper? He's like, yeah, I can do that. Do you want me to toast it? And he said, no. That's disgusting. Oh, man. I don't work there anymore. I work at a startup now. I actually heard the most startup sentence of all time the other day at work. I heard someone go, oh, the interns are taking forever at the panini press. It's actually not the most startup sentence of all time. Someone said it later that day at work. Someone said, hey, we're going out for uh, drinks. The CEO just turned 22. That is the most startup sentence of all time. Um, are you guys comfortable saying fuck at your office? Yes. I recently became comfortable saying fuck at work. And I also recently got fired. I don't work there anymore. Uh, guys, uh, I don't want to brag, but right now I am in the best shape of John Goodman's life. Um, have that going for me, but um, I don't know. I I'm a bigger guy. I weigh 290 pounds. I'll be honest about it. And the other night, I was making out with this BBW, this big beautiful woman on the street. And we actually got heckled while making out. Some kid, yeah, yelled, "Go fatties!" A comedian. I'm better than this guy. No, that kid was so funny. He was so much fun. He yelled, get a room. A big room. You can't beat that. That's incredible. I like to do this thing where I Google the oldest living person every single day just to see if they're okay. Right now, it's a 117-year-old woman. Her name is Hayao Miyako. She lives in Tokyo. And I'm going to be honest, she could still get it. She looks okay. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, yeah, another guy that's into older women. No. I'm into the oldest one. Some people are into barely legal. I'm into almost dead. Which is technically barely legal. 
keep it going for Matt Levy. If you'd like to follow Matt, you can find him on Instagram at Matterday Night Levy. That's Saturday, but spelled M-A-T underscore night underscore Levy. Now for your next comic, this guy comes from Oakland, California. Give it up for the very funny Gary Hughes. I used to live in LA, but then I had moved back up here to finish school. And I went to stay with my sister and my sister's wife. Anytime people see us together, they always ask me if I'm adopted. They never ask her if she's adopted. And I realize why, you know what I mean? Because black people don't adopt white people, no way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Benjamin Button is probably the only exception. <laughs> but I'm not adopted. She's my god sister. But genetics aside, we're family. You got people like that in your life. You're just so close to people. That's my family. And I used to live with her, and she had her kids, they were like 5 and 11. And I was so lonely when I moved back to the Bay that like, at nighttime when I would brush my teeth, I'd bring my laptop, laptop in the bathroom with me, and I'd watch porn or do my thing. And then I'd... <laughs> I did it so often now when I just brush my teeth, I get aroused. Like, <laughs> I have a lot of condition myself. And I'd be like, times, you don't do it no more? <laughs> It's terrible. I can't even walk down a two-paced aisle. I'm like, sit down. Boss, I gotta get out of here. I promise. Gotta take myself down to the dentist. It's all kind of stuff. The brain is interesting. I'll tell you that. Read up about that. Read up about that. If I can. Uh, you probably don't know this about me. I get real personal on stage. I am, I am uncircumcised. You probably can't tell that I have pants on. Um, but, I mean, uh, it might be a little helmet. I'm uncircumcised. I have a sister on my father's side. She found out last year I was uncircumcised. She's, I'm 28. She's like, Gary, I think you should get circumcised for biblical purposes. And I was like, nah, I've never heard no shit like that. <laughs> so I started doing some research on it. I was like, let me check this out. And I found out that some tribes in Africa, when they circumcise the kid, they cut off the foreskin, and they cook it, and they eat it. No! Yeah, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> and I started thinking, like, what if, your, what if your mom was a midwife? And she just kept bringing home foreskins. Oh. <laughs> like, Mom, what's for dinner? She's like, foreskin, french fries, and cabbage. Come get a lot of Foreskin, Your homie's there playing the game. He's like, bro, why you always eating foreskins? <laughs> <laughs> you get an EBT card, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no foreskins. <laughs> I'm anti-foreskin. <laughs> but I'm, I'm down to keep my force. Anyway, yeah, yeah, that's sorry, that was just weird. Uh, <laughs> force can't think that weird. Um, I used to work for Starbucks. I used to work for Starbucks. And I worked in LA at Starbucks. And I would get compliments. Well, I wouldn't get compliments, but my, my coworkers would, because they were handsome. You know, it's LA. They should always get, like, you should be a model. You should be an actor. And no one ever gave me that compliment. The closest it's ever gotten, they were like, how tall are you? How much you weigh? Like 220? You should donate blood. <laughs> Keep it going for Gary Hughes. If you'd like to follow Gary, you can find him on Instagram at, at G for all of you. That's the number four and then the letter U at the end. All right. Now for your next comic. She's doing a quick guest spot. She hails from Jersey City, New Jersey. And recently her jokes were featured in the New York Post. Give it up for Kate Hester. I had a job in the past, many years ago, uh, where my boss was from a vastly different culture. 
So do not feel these wacky and or inappropriate questions. <laughs> and one day he comes out with, hey Kate, you know why your boyfriend doesn't want to marry you? <laughs> okay, Muhammad. <laughs> He knows you've been with another man. <laughs> Mohammed thinks that I've only had sex with two guys. <laughs> That's cute. Like, dude, I have a turnstile on the stage. All you need is a MetroCard to swipe on through. It gets a little congested during rush hours. Okay? Jeez. Keep it going for Kate Hester. If you'd like to follow Kate, you can find her on Instagram at Kate Balls o Fire. That's K, the number eight, balls, underscore, O, underscore, fire. You can also find her on Twitter, at Kate Hester. All right, now for your last comedian. This guy, he's one of the funniest comedians in New York City and one of my favorites to watch of all time. I love this guy. Give it up for your headliner, Gianmarco Ceresi. Uh, you know, I did a... I did a show in New York a couple weeks ago, and after the show, this, this woman in the audience, she brought me back to her place for sex. No pressure. But, <laughs> no, so what happened, we, uh, I put on, I put on uh, some music. I just put on a Spotify playlist. It was not my own. It's just one they have on there. And uh, R. Kelly came on. And you've heard, yeah, you've heard the news. And she said, she said to me, she said, well, we, we can't listen to this because R. Kelly is a pedophile. And here's the thing, just so we all know, technically, technically, R. Kelly is not a pedophile. The term, just you know, the term pedophile refers to people that are attracted to the prepubescent. Okay, then there's something called a hebophile. That's people who are attracted to those in the early stages of puberty, like 11, 12, 13, 14. And then there's something called an e-febophile. That's people who are attracted to those in the later stages of puberty, like 15, 16, 17, 18. But I think the reason we don't make those distinctions is because it's very hard to explain the difference without sounding like a pedophile. <laughs> Scary joke to do, I gotta tell you. But I feel every I feel everyone go like, what the fuck is going on? It's I I I I know all these facts because recently uh, in my apartment building in New York last like November or something, a registered sex offender moved into my building, and I know because legally he had to go door to door and introduce himself. And I had these upstairs neighbors that immediately moved out. Because, you know, they have three kids. So, now I bring this guy everywhere. <laughs> Someone tries to sit their kid next to me on the train. I'm like, oh, I love children, but so does Gary. Um,
here gives you a message of the humor man. I saw this kid when I was when I was flying here last week. There was this little kid and he had a t-shirt on that said Pugs. Let's talk this <laughs> Is everything okay? Were you talking about like we were like you gotta get out of my place tonight, honey? Me and Mr. Beaver are going back. Okay. You all good? You need anything? Yeah, no. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, so. <laughs> so I, I saw this kid in Times Square, a very young kid, and he had this t shirt on that said, Pugs, not drugs. When are those the options? <laughs> I want to find that kid. Be like, you know what makes pugs even more fun? Molly. Uh, specifically. I'm saying that's the real world. No dealer's going to come up and be like, hey, you want some cocaine? Or a great Dane. That's not the world. That's not the real world. It's going to be more like, would you, could you smoke some rocks? It's free if you suck my cock. I'm not saying put that on a shirt. Don't put that on a shirt. That's more realistic. I was a good kid. I used to be clean. I used to be a clean kid. Totally good kid. And then sophomore year, my best friend, O'Neal, he started drinking beer. And I was like, hey, that's not cool. That's illegal. You're going to get in trouble. Don't do that. Then he started smoking pot. And I was like, hey, that's a gateway drug. Dope is for dopes. And then he started fucking, and I was like, where do you buy beer? <laughs> now I just do pot, really. But all my friends stop, now we're all doing CBD. It's like decaf weed. <laughs> my friend, my friend told me, like, he's like, yo, it's like being stoned without the high. Bitch, that's green tea. You're overpaying. I did coke for like a month, but then this guy from my high school died because he, he snorted some bad coke, and I was like, fuck, where'd you get it from? They said, some guy. I was like, that's where I get my coke. <laughs> you too? Yeah, funny. You look like you a little, just not a button down. <laughs> um, do you have a uh, kid? Did you raise them super Jewish? I tried to. You tried like did they have a bar mitzvah, did they? Uh-huh. They did they do birthright? They had a bris too. Yeah, you didn't, didn't have to tell me about the penis. I didn't have to tell you. She has a girl, but they didn't have Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, we don't do that. I uh do you guys know what the birthright trip is? So Israel does this thing where just because you're Jewish they'll give you a full two week vacation to Israel. Which all sounded a little, it felt a fishy. <laughs> if the Catholic Church started offering free trips to the Vatican, I'm not sending my son on that trip. But I applied, because he owns a free vacation, and I'm a Jew, and uh, you have to apply to get, not everyone gets in. Like, if your mom's not Jewish, they'll be like, ah, you're Jewish enough for Germany, but not for Israel. Um, I can make the joke, bitch. But you should, you should all apply, even if you're not Jewish. Because how are they going to tell? 
It's not your birth certificate. I didn't have to like send in my foreskin. All that they do, they do a phone interview. This was verbatim, they said, who's Jewish? My mom, did you have bar mitzvah? No, how can you go to temple? Five times this year, my whole life. <laughs> do you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And that's what they catch. And they don't do it, they do it faster than that. They're like, don't they just answer, the sky is blue, a cow goes moo, you're not a Jew, shit! <laughs> It's a great trip. I like. I did. I, I embraced it. You know. I, I I I rode a camel. I went to temple. An Israeli soldier and I had sex. I did Israel to the fullest. And then on the last night, our tour guide, his name was uh, Rabbi Shlomo. He was a, he was a Hasidic Jew. Do you guys know what Hasidic Jews are? Yeah. You, you're, they're like wearing the coats and the hats and the pubic hair. Yeah. And they. <laughs> They do this thing in New York. You'll see them chase down larger-nosed New Yorkers. Be like, excuse me, are you Jewish? Are you Jewish? And they don't even have accents. This when you've asked that a thousand times, it turns into, are you Jewish? <laughs> and when they catch you, because I've been caught, they're like the schlepping dead. When they catch you, they make you shake something called a lulah, which is a, a big leaf, and it's something called an etrog, which looks like a lemon with herpes. And you shake, you shake both these things, and I, I, I think it makes like a Palestinian disappear or something. It's Leviticus, but on the last night of the trip, Shlomo gathers us around and he says, "All right, everyone, we're gonna play a game I call Stump the Rabbi." Well, you can ask me anything you want about Orthodox Judaism. I would shlomo your when I play stump the rabbi, I play a win. <laughs> so he opens the floor, my hand shoots up, he's like, ah, you, what's your question? I said, I have three questions, Shlomo. That was the thing. <laughs> I have three questions, Shlomo. One, how do Orthodox Jews feel about homosexuality? Two, why can't a woman be a rabbi? And three, can black people be Jewish? And it was chaos! Everyone starts screaming at Shlomo. He's juggling racism, misogyny, and homophobia. Chairs are being knocked over. Hummus on the ceiling. Shlomo is speechless. And my prize was a free trip back to America. <laughs> Keep it going for your headliner, Gianmarco Ceresi. If you'd like to follow Gianmarco, you can find him at at Gianmarco Ceresi at both Twitter and Instagram. That was our show, everyone. If you had a good time, if you laughed, if you enjoyed yourself, consider supporting these comedians. You can find all their Venmo information in the show notes. Thanks again for listening to the Comedy Showcase Podcast. Episode two is coming very soon.